In today's show, we've got news about fall favorites coming to Disneyland, new Christmas events at Walt Disney World, Disneyland Paris gets a brand new FastPass system you're going to love, headline news, meetups, trivia, and so much more all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, before we get started, I wanted to make sure that everybody knows about our good friends over at Destinations to Travel. It doesn't matter if you're planning a family vacation or a romantic getaway. Maybe you're trying to plan a, a much waited for destination <laughs> wedding, uh, a European adventure once that opens back up, or cruises when they start. <laughs> God help us soon. Uh, it doesn't matter what type of travel experience you're looking for. Our friends over at Destinations to Travel will be your guide for your dream vacation. Now, look, here's the thing. A lot of people want to travel. and They want to plan their own travel. I get it. But it's better to have someone that, A, is not going to cost you a dime, B, that will work on your behalf to save you time, energy, money, frustration, and then when you need them, they're there. It's much better to have them in your hip pocket in case something goes horribly wrong than to be doing it on your own and need them uh, and you don't have that at your disposal. So, guys, the best way to get in touch with them is to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel, fill out a quick survey, and then our friends will uh, get back to you as soon as they can. We appreciate being a part of their family, and uh, we appreciate them taking great such care of our family here and uh so yeah go to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash travel for our friends at destinations to travel a couple of new things we wanted to make sure we give a shout out to uh, christina and adriana for all the articles that they're pu- putting out there and are they still are they still doing the live stuff this week yeah, Is that yeah today uh, uh today and tomorrow uh yeah destinations uh to travel will be live almost all day long with uh different people so uh go check out their facebook page their insta their twitter uh all those yep yep so check Excellent. Them out. so what'd you disney uh what'd you do disney this weekend buddy oh gosh uh fourth of july uh i spent uh in the tragic kingdom <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or Magic Kingdom, for those that don't know. Um, it was quite crowded for fireworks. Mm-hmm. We're talking from the stage to the end of Main Street. Wow. It was almost as if a pandemic had never happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, you know, I pulled a rookie move. I didn't get my spot, so we were watching it, you know, between trees and tree limbs and things like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, studios wasn't too bad. We got a lot accomplished uh, in the studios. And then, you know, uh, Elsa wouldn't let it go and uh, rain on uh, most of the rest of the week, unfortunately. She let it go. Oh, yeah, she let it go. Right on. Not the way you were yeah. hoping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would have uh, preferred snow. Because it was hot as Hades uh, in the parks. Um, but um, yeah, uh, stayed at Pop Century, uh, did a staycation. 
Nice. Yeah, yeah so the whole the whole nine yards, Disney buses, Skyways. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, which decade were you in? 60s. Yes? Sweet. <clears throat> yeah, I think 60s. 60s? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had a good room. We had a good room. Was it far from the the bus or the you know the lobby? It was uh it was a very uh it was a good room. It was a good room. Nice. Yeah. We were not we, the, uh, we were not in the parking lot. Nice. We uh <laughs> visited friends with family last week and then uh went up to Nashville and visited our good friends Kristen and Al John from um uh, dining at Disney as well as um what's his deal skull rock podcast yep. skull rock podcast and uh so that's kind of cool got to hang out with them and um came back and then you and i and a group of friends got together and mm-hmm. went to woodsville had lunch and then the missus and i got to go see the black widow mm-hmm. it was incredible yeah. in the theater rumble seats yeah was the theater uh, full um there's it's a probably, couple empty seats in between people, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would probably say it was three quarters of the way full and they had spaces for everybody. The only thing I don't like about that theater, it's really weird, is like as your seat goes back, it pushes the middle up. Yeah. So when you're a big guy, you feel like, you know, you don't sit back in the seat. You feel like you're kind of being pushed up. Yeah. Like a beached whale every time yeah. I sit there. Yeah. And I will warn you, if you sit in level two and three, when your seat goes back, it goes back so far that you can't see over the knee wall. So, yeah, don't sit in level two and three in that theater. Only sit in level one. Yeah. yeah. Because otherwise trouble will ensue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It it wasn't difficult finding a spot for the movie. If you're asking, Steven's asking about the movie. Mm. I, I don't. I didn't make the reservation, so I don't know. What but, uh, you know, I knew that day of, it was this kind of challenge. But uh, yeah. anyway, so yeah, that was that, and then uh, just did, did a lot of Disney Plus watching. Yeah, we didn't we didn't make a Disney trip. We made it a not Disney trip. It was awesome. Oh, a uh, uh, couple other things about my trip. So uh, no masks anywhere in a Disney park or restaurant. Yeah, uh, only on a Disney bus. I don't know why, and. Uh, Due to the fact that they don't have enough bus drivers, you may be picking up picked up by a regular motor coach with actual seats uh, <laughs> where they can actually pit, fit more people on a bus sitting than they can standing. Uh, a couple nice. times, a couple times we got uh, the motor coach uh, from Magic Kingdom to Pop or Pop to Magic Kingdom. So, nice. And there was no plexing in between you guys then. No, 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 no. Nice. That's so, like fun. Uh, yeah. So it's very interesting that uh, Disney is outsourcing their <laughs> their bus, I guess, because they just don't have enough of them. Is what I've heard. Yeah. I've heard they've uh, Disney's putting these guys all up, including their buses, on property somewhere. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Anything else you want to add? I got nothing. Well, there's nothing else we can do but get into the news. You didn't do that right. (laughs) And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Yes, I did. There's nothing else we can do but get into. You were too late. You didn't come in a queue. Dude, I'm on a tape delay over here. (laughs) 
Putz. <laughs> There's some new adventures awaiting you. The world famous Jungle Cruise uh, and Disney Imagineers are on board with more humor, more wildlife, more fun, all animatronically, of course. As you may have heard, uh, the world famous Jungle Cruise will begin uh, booking official tours once again on July 16th at Disneyland Park. Alberta Falls, proprietor of the Jungle Navigation Company Limited, is also preparing for explorers at Magic Kingdom Park, where this classic experience will be completed this summer. Disney Imagineers have collaborated on this by coastal project to create new characters who come from around the world with an expanded storyline and some fun surprises for all to discover the GNU new magical magic includes new adventures that stay true to the experiences we know and love more humor, more wildlife and skipper heart at Disney parks. Uh, they continue to look for ways to enhance classic attractions and elevate the experience for all guests, whether they want them done or not. The, Sorry, that was really snarky. I apologize. Uh, the enhancements include several new scenes and new characters from around the world, beginning with a trap safari party that finds itself up a tree after their journey goes awry. Count on the Jungle Cruise skippers to share their unique adventures with the jokes and fun uh, and interactions that make them world famous. Imagineers could be monkeying around a bit until the tour officially opens on July 16th. So here's a tip we got from the dock itself. Disneyland skippers are getting up to speed uh, in their tramp steamers, and there's a chance guests may get to stow away on an early expedition uh right now so if you're a disneyland person you can get in to the parks go check it out you might be able to be one of the first to experience the new jungle cruise attraction yeah a couple of our mutual california friends were on it this weekend what do they say uh all they said was they can or cannot confirm that they were or were not on a jungle cruise expedition did Disney make them sign an NDA? I am, I am sure they did. I am sure they did. Really? Yeah. Um, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I cannot confirm or deny it. <laughs> you don't understand the concept of when a buddy who does a podcast asks them a question. Yeah. Yeah. I need exactly. information. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't sign the NDA. Just talk to me. <laughs> did you like it? Yes or no? I cannot confirm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, have a great day. Thanks for showing. Yeah. All right. Hey, Fall for uh, Favorites are returning to Disneyland Resort uh, with wickedly wonderful magic for all ages, uh, calling all fans of frightly fun family experiences. I love when you do that, Disney. Lot of Fs. You're lucky I don't mess that up. <laughs> and Tony don't have any Fs to give. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Halloween season is once again uh, coming to life at Disneyland Resort from September 3rd. That's kind of late for them. Uh, to October 31st, I guess we'll uh, delight in spooky fun of Halloween time at both Disneyland Resort and California Adventure Park. Guests will not want to miss all of the treasured magic from the transformation of Halloween-themed attractions, which we don't get here. And sightings of favorite Disney characters and villains to the seasonal decor and the delightful, delicious treats downtown Disney District also gets into the spirit with delightful decor and seasonal treats. All new Halloween themed pumpkin hunt and Pluto's mm -hmm. pumpkin pursuit. 
Coming back is also Oogie Boogie Bash. Uh, this will be a Disney Halloween party. More excitingly, the spooky news on 25 select nights beginning November 9th through October 31st. The separate hard ticket after party event of Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party. Thank you for that great name. Uh, will will be added to the family-friendly fun during Halloween time. At the Oogie Boogie Bash, kids and guests of all ages can trick-or-treat their way through the parks in their favorite Halloween costumes and encounter characters, uh, both spooky and fantastic. At this limited-capacity event, uh, you can experience Disney's California Adventure Park in a unique way with exclusive offerings like immersive treat trails, Frightfully Fun Parade, mm-hmm. Villain's Groove at the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail, Mickey's Treat, Mickey's Treat and Trick, or Trick and Treat Show. <laughs> Tickets for Oogie Boogie Bash will go on sale Tuesday. That's tomorrow, July 13th, 2021. No earlier than 9 a.m. Pacific Time. 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Or at Disneyland.com forward slash Oogie Boogie Bash. There you go. Yeah. At least it's coming back. Yeah. In and California, not- that's a big thing. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> right? Yeah, not to be out done. The holiday season returns to Walt Disney Resort as well. Yeah. Uh, the... Mary's season of the mall will begin on November 12th at Walt Disney World Resort during the world's most magical celebration, marking the resort's 50th anniversary. Uh, Festive entertainment, whimsical decor, seasonal food and drinks, and holiday-themed merchandise will all be a part of the very special season at Disney theme parks, Disney resort hotels, and Disney Springs. Uh, Here's a sneak peek of some of the magical experiences guests can expect when they uh, visit Walt Disney World Resort. Over at the Magic Kingdom, the holidays are sure to be enchanting at Magic Kingdom, where quintessential decorations will return to Main Street USA, where the sun sets, special holiday projections will appear uh, most nights on Cinderella Castle, alternatively, alternating, excuse me, periodically with the castle's transformation into a beacon of magic, with a great way to celebrate the holidays and the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World Resort. <clears throat> Disney Very Merriest After Hours is a new special ticketed event that will debut on November 8th before all the rest of the festival fun. It will be available on select nights through December 21st. The four hours of festivities will delight guests with Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks, Disney characters throughout the park, holiday music and decor, treats included, and so much more. As with other Disney After Hours events, a limited number of tickets will be sold for this event. It's held after regular park opening hours with lower wait times and uh, access to more than 20 select attractions. Tickets will go on sale next month with an early purchase window available to guests at uh, select, excuse me, Walt Disney World Resort Hotels. Wow. Teeth are not working tonight. 
Over at Epcot, uh, where can you enjoy traditions from around the world with inspiring music, tasty treats, and family-friendly experiences? That's right. Epcot. I already spoiled it. The Epcot International Festival of the Holidays will return this year from November 26th all the way through to December 30th with holiday kitchens around the park, performances by the Voices of Liberty, and the guest favorite, Cookie Stroll, and more. Notice anything missing? The party. And? Fireworks. And? Well, fireworks are probably given. The um, candlelight processional. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sunset Seasons Greetings return to Disney's Hollywood Studios as the Hollywood Holiday Tower Hotel on Sunset Boulevard. That's the title. Mm. The Hollywood Holiday Tower Hotel on Sunset Boulevard. Will twinkle once again with projection effects, magically transforming into a snowy corner of Arendelle, a Muppets gingerbread masterpiece, a Toy Story toy hotel, and a Dickinson village inspired by Mickey's Christmas Carol. This holiday show will also alternate with the tower's nightly transformation into a beacon of magic. And then finally, over at Tony's favorite park, it will be a wild holiday time at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park with the return of seasonal decor and festive Disney character flotillas sailing down the Discovery River to the sounds of joyful songs of the season. The park's centerpiece, the Tree of Life, becomes yet another, say it with me, boys and girls, beacon of magic most nights during the 50th anniversary celebration. But during the holiday season, there's even more magic inspired by nature as the holiday edition of the Tree of Life Awakenings also takes place most nights. Very nice. It's all happening. Yeah. Uh, we have an update on some Disney World Resort hotel openings uh, as they continue to take the measures and deliberate uh, deliberate approach to reopening uh, the Disney Resort Hotels, they are pleased to share that they will start accepting bookings on July 8th for Disney's uh, All-Star Music Resort for arrivals beginning September 16th, and Disney's Port Orleans Resort Riverside for arrivals October 14th, and then Port Orleans French Quarter on uh, arrivals beginning on October 28th, and then All-Star Sports Resort will do arrivals beginning on July 9th. Uh, so as they continue welcoming guests into hotels that have been recently been opened, like the Boardwalk, and are busy preparing Disney's Polynesian Resort for their arrivals on July 19th and Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge on August 26th. So make sure you stay tuned for more. So just to go back, the Disney All-Star Sports Resort will have arrivals beginning December 9th. What did I say? July 9th. Oh, okay. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. We're in July. What are yeah. you going to do? That's we definitely want to take a moment. Between friends. Yeah, what six months? You know, we've been through a pandemic together. What six more months? Yeah, what six more months? Uh, we want to take a moment to thank our current longtime uh, contributors to Patreon. Uh, so thank you to Day, uh, David, James, and Willie. Uh, they're our longest-running contributors, and we want to thank you so much for allowing us to do what we do. Uh, and if you'd like to support the show, go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon. We've got shows uh, for... 
uh, all levels. You can get all th- up to three shows a week uh, that you can have access to. And uh, you can also uh, support the show, get the three new additional shows, as well as the amazing Disney by the Numbers T-Shirt Club T-Shirts. All, I mean, like the shirts would be uh, mailed to your door, so you don't have to do anything. Just it shows up, no big deal, no fuss, no muss. Uh, Patreon also has an option where you can pay annually, and you can save a ten percent. And then I can't believe we still have hats available. We've got to be down to like two, yeah. one or two. We're getting, we're getting down there. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got a few more Pixar hats up for uh, if you join or oh, if up. you're up a level. You can uh, you can get a Pixar hat. If you already have a Pixar hat and don't want another one, we can figure something else out. Just let us know. But guys, uh, the best way to support what we do here is to go over to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks podcast and uh, support the show that way. Yep. Uh, let's see. Meetup. Uh, August 7th, we are uh, having a breakfast at Ravello, but it is now sold out. So, if you didn't get a ticket, you're not going to get a ticket. Uh, It is all gone. But, mark your calendar, December 11th, we are doing our Christmas crawl on the monorail. So, we'll hit all the resorts on the monorail and uh, see trees and cocktails and candy and snacks and whatever. So, mark your calendars. We may squeeze in something else between now and then. We'll see what we can do. We'll figure it out. Yep. All right. Last week's trivia. Well, Last week before last week. That's right. <laughs> Two weeks ago. Uh, the question was, what time does Disney, uh, does, does Disney, what time does the Royal Ball start in the movie Cinderella? It actually starts at a very specific time. I have no idea. It is 8 p.m. 8 p.m. was the correct answer. Uh, Steve P., it will be in the mail this week. Nice. All right. This week's trivia question, John, is this. Mm-hmm. Which Disney movie was originally planned to be called, quote, Kingdom of the Sun, end quote? Oh, that's easy. That's the uh, story of the Magic Kingdom. Yes, very good. It's hot, like you're living on the sun down here. <laughs> Uh, if you do know the correct answer, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. Correct answers, please. Yes. Help John. So I wasn't right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I know. You were not right. Dang it. Uh, Follow Your Dreams debuts at Hong Kong Disneyland, taking guests on a musical, magical musical journey this summer. Uh, last week, Hong Kong Disneyland kicked off the summertime in style with the Follow Your Dreams, a live outdoor musical party that debuted at the Castle of Magical Dreams. See the theme here? As the resort continues to celebrate its 15th anniversary against the backdrop of the iconic castle that serves as the new centerpiece for the park. This brand new show is a must-see in combination with the many exciting offerings the guests can experience this summer at the park as local tourism returns. Notice that it wasn't international tourism because 
<laughs> That's not happening. The show highlights the resilience and hope uh, and spirit of the Disney cast members, guests, and fans from around the world, inspiring them to pursue their dreams and to never give up as they've taken on a magical musical journey. Uh, so the little synopsis says performers from all around the world light up the stage through song and dance, including the brand new song, follow your dreams. Several well-known songs have also been rearranged and produced to give guests a never before heard experience featuring a wide variety of music from electronic dance music and K-pop uh, to everything in between. So get ready to tap your feet and sing along. Pocahontas, Moana, and Elsa, as well as Miguel from Coco and Nick and Judy from Zootopia, take to the stage to transport guests to their magical adventure with magnificent large-scale props and effects such as the fog jets and the bubbles. This show is sure to amaze guests time and time and time after time. Uh, but that's not all. There's more. There's more. The- Magic of follow your dreams can also be found across the resort with some refreshing and tasty treats. A follow your dreams soft serve Sunday can be found at Midtown Delights in the refreshing new Yabari Melon, a popular uh, Hokkaido Hokkaido 5.0 milk flavors. No idea what any of that is. Guests can also enjoy a crispy cookie popcorn mix, which pays homage to cocoa with skull mask shaped cookies, a colorful summer fruits sangria drink inspired by colors of the wind from Pocahontas or delights and new pastries inspired by Queen Elsa, Moana and the Pocahontas. Yeah. A lot going on there. Poke me some Hontas. I wasn't going to say it, but I was thinking it really hard. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the uh, time-honored flag retreat ceremonies returned to Walt Disney World uh, Resort and Disneyland Resort. Uh, Supporting the nation's military heroes is a tradition that dates back to the founding of the Walt Disney Company. Uh, For decades, Disney parks have uh, recognized our nation's active duty military and veterans. Uh, with uh, stirring daily flag retreat ceremonies held both at Walt Disney World and uh, Disneyland in Anaheim. Uh, These both popular offerings give the opportunity to offer sincere gratitude to those who served and defended our nation. The Magic Kingdom Park welcomed back their daily flag retreat on July 1st, resuming the tradition of selecting an active duty military member or veteran from among the park's daily visitors. The ceremony includes uh, the recitation of the Pledge of Allegiance, the singing of God Bless America, and the Star Spangled Banner, all accompanied by the Main Street Philharmonic Marching Band. Disneyland Park in California resumed their flag retreat, re- flag retreat ceremony on April 30th when their park reopened. Uh, the flag re- retreat ceremony occurs daily at both iconic Disney parks, so please check with guest services or times guide to find out when the flag retreat is going to begin. Hmm. Yeah, it's a great thing to watch if you've never oh, yeah. seen it. Uh, most people don't know it even happens. Yeah, yeah, because they're out having fun. Busy, yeah, yeah. It's 
if you're uh, if you love the country and you love seeing that kind of presentation, or you just simply want to honor someone who sacrificed, uh, you know, their life or was willing to make that sacrifice. This is, this is a great yep. time to see that. And, uh, it'll get you, man, it gets you right in the feels. And I don't, and I'm not being sarcastic at all. It's, you know, especially when it's not necessarily the, the person, but like a loved one who's, who's doing it in honor of it'll get you. Um, so yeah, go check it out a long time ago. Park hoppers did a video of it and, um, periodically I watch it. It's brings a tear to eye. So yeah. So go check that out. So hey you're crying. I'm not crying, you're crying. (laughs) So Tony, without saying Toy Story, because I know it's your go to, if Disney were to take the Mickey's Furl Har Magic and add a musical number to it, what would you think they would add? Uh, I'd like to see the Bare Necessities from Jungle Book, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but think animation. <clears throat> I mean, I know it's CGI, but I mean, like, really think think animated, and try to keep it within the last ten years. I'd like to see uh, Frozen. That Love makes is an open sense. door. Yeah, Love is an open door. door. Or that would that would be a good snowman. Choice. That would be a good choice. Uh, and the one they chose is a good choice as well. But is this interesting? It's just it's just an interesting choice to me. Uh, I'm trying to so think the like fact- uh, the last Pixar movie. What was it? Uh, wasn't the one that there's something well, else? Uh, Soul. Right? Soul. Yeah. No, I can never keep them straight anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, they can't keep the news under Mickey Sorcerer hat any longer. Fans of Mickey's Real Horror Magic are soon to be tapping to a new song uh, with the debut of an animated scene based on Disney and Pixar's Coco, mm. which I think is great. Mm. Don't misunderstand. But if they're redoing it, why didn't they just like, do the whole thing? Do a whole new version. A whole new world. Yeah, because, I mean, that film is aged just a titch. Yeah. Uh, so the musical number Un Poco Loco will anchor the new scene when it opens to guests at Disney California Adventure Park and Disneyland Paris before being added to Magic Kingdom Park later this year during the Walt Disney World's uh, 50th anniversary celebration. The film's fun, upbeat music and characters combined with the humor of Donald Duck marks the first time Disney and Pixar animation have worked on a creative endeavor where characters from both animation studios will be seen together on screen because my, uh, music is such an integral part of the show. Uh, Disney was also fortunate to tap one of the film's original composers, the world-renowned uh, Jermaine Franco, to produce a Coco score unique to Mickey's Magic. Guests will enjoy the new scene alongside the show's current fan favorite musical numbers. Now it's time to put on those opera glasses and let the show begin, which is cool. I think it's cool. I'm just shocked yeah. that they would do the one edition. Right. Why wouldn't they add Frozen or yeah. Soul yeah. or Soul? Yeah. You yeah. know, pick things from the past couple yeah. of movies. Or cars, cars. Yeah. You know, life is a highway. 
I want to ride. Yeah. All or, night long. you know, or, uh, the Woody's roundup. Yeah. Would cool. Right. Yeah. But, uh, Hey, you know, they chose what they chose. Yeah. Dear Bob and Bob, <laughs> <laughs> this is Tony and John again with suggestions about your magic update. If you're going to do it, <laughs> do it right, do it. please. Let's why, just do it. Why are you half baking this more. whole process? <laughs> add some more fun to it. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Make it peppy. Yeah. All right. Uh, we spoke about the wave at the contemporary closing for a very long refurb, but uh, we have good news. Uh, they are closing on July 15th for a lengthy refurbishment. The restaurant will reopen in time for the 50th anniversary in October, but in the meantime, the popular breakfast service from the Wave will temporarily be moved to the California Grill. What? And it's important to note that that breakfast buffet has not reopened since the restaurant reopened. But the menu items, as we know and love, such as the signature sweet potato pancakes, will be available. Sweet. Uh, they are also excited to enjoy one of the most favorite breakfasts on property. I agree. It's one of my favorite breakfasts. Uh, as far as buffet goes at Disney. Uh, but now you're going to get an awesome view of the Magic Kingdom. You know, back in the day, the California Grill was open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But yeah. I don't know why. They then went to just lunch and dinner, and then they said, oh, wait, that's way too much. We have to just do dinner. Dinner. It's dinner. Yeah. Dinner's all we can afford. Yeah. I don't. I don't know, but I'm sure it'll be either. different. Uh, different crew of serving staff and cooks. Yeah. Well, it'll probably be California Grill people, I would assume. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, everybody, we've got a new rumor. Uh. <laughs> a simple barrier and fence installed at the edge of the Seven Seas Lagoon has sparked a lot of interest this week with the possibility that Disney may once again be exploring building on perhaps the most valuable piece of unbuilt land at Walt Disney World. The site is well known to Disney history fans as a location of what was to be the Venetian Resort and the excuse me, later the Mediterranean Resort with its waterside Seven Seas Lagoon position on the monorail line. The site is very close to the Magic Kingdom, complete with the all-important views of the park and its nightly fireworks show, pew, pew, pew. appearing to be an ideal location for a new ultra-deluxe Disney resort. The project, a project has never made it past the planning stage for various reasons. Economic factors have been suggested as being the hotel's downfall, along with difficulty building on the area. Like, I don't know. Swamp. Goals. Swamp. <laughs> Disney attempted some trial construction on that site in the past with varying degrees of disappointment. Uh, with Disney's upcoming Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Resort set to open in 2022, could Disney be eyeing another premium boutique resort at Walt Disney World? Build it. They will come. Mm -hmm. uh, so what you can see so far is clearly not enough to make any predictions if Disney's in, in, in actually looking at developing the site. Uh, 
It's in a very early stages. No permits have been filed, uh, which is usually the first indicator of new significant development, even if it's just for ground test borings, meaning they drill into the ground to see how far down they can go for pylons and the such. Nevertheless, fans will be watching this area very closely over the next coming months. You think they're building on it or no? Uh, I don't know. There is a lot of things going on in that area. So uh, if you're at the traffic light um, where the Wilderness Lodge is, you just want to go past that heading towards the contemporary. It would be the land on the left-hand side that sits between the TTC and uh, the bus stop area. Uh, Obviously, there's the water bridge there. So I think it's just that premium piece of space between TTC and the water bridge that right. uh, what I can see on the map. But there is a lot of, you know, little flags and things. There's some other construction stuff going on the right-hand side. Uh, so I would have thought they would have built it on the right-hand side uh, and connected it to the monorail. I mean, yeah. made it a monorail stop. Uh, so I'm not sure. But there is things going on on both sides of the road so i don't you know i have no idea what to have in mind but would i'd like to see a resort there i don't know that is such a congested road you know any time of the day really it's only one lane in and one lane out they would have to definitely widen that road to to two in and out but then they'd have to change the water bridge and you know it would just it would be a sloppy mess of what the construction site would look like Right. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. You know. I, it's a room. We don't yeah. know. You know, you had that other place, <laughs> Reflections. You cleared the ground. Why don't you start on a place where you were going to build something that is... Yeah. <laughs> ...would be very successful very quickly? That's why I'm not thinking that they're going to build a resort yeah. there. I think yeah. that, I think they're, they might be doing some type of a construction project. Mm. I don't think they're going to put a resort there. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. All right, uh, Disneyland Paris adds a premier access, unquote, fast pass. Uh, and could this now be coming to Disney World? So we've learned that uh, similar to the program at Shanghai Disneyland, Disneyland Paris is planning to replace their free fast pass with a paid option called premier access a free option standby pass will uh, also be offered and available during select times of the day in the official disneyland paris app Uh, this option will allow guests to join the queue during a 30 minute time slot subject to availability and is said to help reduce the wait times on some of their more popular attractions similar to the original fast pass program from back in the day guests will only be able to hold one standby pass at a time however once your 30 minute time slot has begun you will then be able to score a second uh fast pass the disneyland paris uh will charge uh eight euros to 15 euros which translates to about nine to eighteen dollars per ride per ride per person Per ride per person. <laughs> so think of this as the old fashioned ticket book is what I'm thinking this is gonna be. Yeah. You know, A tickets are nine dollars, uh, E tickets are gonna be eighteen dollars. Okay. 
Uh, now that Walt Disney World park goers have been uh, without Fast Pass Plus for well over a year, uh, we wonder if this paid option may be coming to us sooner rather than later. I also heard that somebody uh, downloaded the My Disney Experience app and found code that relates to something called Rapid Pass. So mm-hmm. somewhere in the My Disney Experience app, there is code lingering around that's called a rapid pass so the question is will you or will you not pay for this that's the million dollar question yeah that's the thing um as a annual pass holder i'm gonna say no as an annual local pass holder i'm gonna say no if it comes with my annual pass yes but they'll probably make me buy the platinum version then. I, um, you know, I, I think that Disney has an opportunity here to, and as a as a as a stockholder, I applaud you. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've they've created a great way to. Hey, look, you don't have to buy it. If you don't want to buy it, don't buy it, and that's fine. But. If you want to ride the rides, you know, that's why for me, I mean, Disney's become less about riding rides and more about the experience with friends or, you know, going out to dinner, just being in the parks and walking around and enjoying the atmosphere and snacking around the park or, yeah. And if I can get on a ride, great. If not, that's fine too. I don't care, but I live here. Yeah. So my experience is different than everybody else's. Right. The way I go to Disney is different than probably mm. 99% of the people listening to this podcast. Exactly. But it's the social lubrication for a circle of friends. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, a, it's, yeah, totally. So uh, to that degree, it's like, meh, I'm a little less inclined. But, you know, you got to think that. You know, they're going to charge $20 a person, and I'm rounding up, $20 a person, you know, for a family of four Mm -hmm. to ride Star Wars Mm -hmm. Rise of the Resistance. Right. Is that seven-minute ride, I guess I don't remember how long it is, seven, eight minutes, worth $80? Yeah. $80 for 70 minutes. I mean, I can only think of a handful of things that you pay that kind of markup for, for that time. Yeah. And, and they're both kind of in the same vein. Yeah. Uh, Here's my thing. I I would tell dear Bob and Bob again, dear Bob and Bob, uh, don't nickel and dime us. You want to charge for fast passes, throw it in the price of a ticket and say with this ticket, you get X amount of, Rapid pass, premier access pass, fast pass, whatever pass thing you want to throw on it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one way. Option number two, Bob and Bob, is, you know, if you're staying at, you know, I heard now that, you know, deluxe resorts may get first whack at queues. If we go to a queue-only system, uh, they will obviously have preference over everybody else. So it'll probably go resort guests, DVC guests, and then every other human on the planet. Right. But, you know, I understand that thinking because you want people in your beds. You know, people in beds make 
and spend more money. They'll spend more money in the parks. They'll right. spend more money on dining. They'll spend more money on merch. I mm-hmm. get it. That's great thinking. As a stockholder, I applaud you. That's a fantastic strategy. Mm-hmm. But how do you handle everybody else that is not going to be a resort guest or not willing to pay for that? How do you want us to get on your beloved attractions? Uh, because even with the fast pass, the you know the not the hard fast pass, but the you know the my Disney Experience fast pass, it was very very difficult for a local pass holder to mine train, test tracks, soaring, uh, Slinky Dog, uh, you know, to get any of those, you know, you know, you had to have to wake up at six o'clock in the morning. 80, 180 days out to try and get your well, 10 seconds of chance. There are some people who have figured out a way to kind of work the system a little bit. Um, you know, we're friends with a couple of them, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like, it just, it just, it sucks the joy out of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I applaud the idea of, you know, Hey, let's plan your trip. Mm-hmm. But Mike, this is micro planning your trip, mm-hmm. and you know, the nickel and diming of it all is is tough for me to swallow. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't want to be that guy that every time something happens, they go, "Well, what we Walt do? Well, Walt would want to make as much money as possible, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, we're going to charge a hundred and twenty five hundred fifty dollars a day." for the access to Walt Disney World parks. Right. Right? On top of that, you're going to charge, let's say, $10 Mm -hmm. per ride, per person, for them to get on probably a large swath of the attractions. Mm -hmm. But like, quote, e-ticket rides? Yeah. You're going to pay for those. Yeah. At some level, it becomes so cost prohibitive. Right. Nobody's going to come to Disney to walk to ride the rides because yeah. it's, I, in my opinion, and I don't want to be the negative guy, but in my opinion, I would have a real hard time paying these prices. Now, granted, I just got Sid, just me and Sid, so it's mm-hmm. twice whatever they're charging. Right. And for an anniversary or a special occasion, yeah, I might, I might splurge on it, but that's not going to be a, you know, you've got a family of four. And you're you're at Hollywood Studios. You've got three to five major six major attractions, mm-hmm. and if you're paying twenty dollars per person yeah. per fast pass, right. you can't afford that. Yeah. You're going to pay more to ride the rides than you are to get into the park, mm-hmm. and you're already paying a crap ton of money to get into the park. Yep. Yep. You know, I just, um, I'll say it, hell with it. I struggle some, so I was on vacation this week and I was sitting down with some friends and we were having a really hard conversation about Disney. Mm. Everybody sitting at this group of people love Disney and I mean, love it. And I'm defining love it as we spend time on it. We spend money there. We podcast about it. We video stuff about it. We're invested. We're all stockholders. We're all invested. We buy all the stuff, the shirts, the tattoos, Disney Plus, all that stuff. And all of us were sitting around the table and it's just like, I, I don't I don't know if I'm going to go back. Mm-hmm. 
because it's so ridiculous. It's almost as if the 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 each person that walks in there is a is an orange, and and Bob and all the other people in charge they're squeezing every person as hard as they can to get every ounce of juice out mm-hmm. and and i don't know if you've ever you know i feel sque- like uh, veronica in the willy wonka getting my yeah out. if you've ever juiced your own orange juice what does the orange look like after you squeezed every bit of juice out of yeah. it yeah and that's kind of how i'm feeling right now yeah. i'm really i'm struggling with this right yeah. you know but that's, that's just me. Saying. I think, you know, I'm, all the other examples of like airlines and all these, other, stop making everything a separate fee. Just include it in the price. I don't want to know what it's going to cost me. Right. An airline ticket should include my seat, my bag, my carry-on, my check bag. Just include it all in the price. Just charge. Right. What do you think those things are and how much should it be and just include it in the price? That's it. Or right. give me an option. You can have all these things, you can have some of these things, or you can have none of these things. And then right. let me decide. I'm the consumer. Right. You know? right. And then some of the chat guys make a, a perfect a perfect question. What about people who have disabilities? Yeah. What about well, people who need to, you, have, to t- you have the disability access card. You have DAX. Yeah, for now. Yeah. I don't you think know, that'll go away. I don't think probably that'll not, go away. Probably not. But I mean, it's a, it's it's an interesting question to ponder. Yeah. And I think every <laughs> I think every Walt Disney World fan is going to have to sit and, and answer that question for themselves, mm-hmm. because now we're getting to the point now where it's past passion, right? It's past passion. It's past nostalgia. Right. We've all been without Disney for a long time, and we're all chomping at the bit to go, but it's not the same, right? Yep. It's just, it's it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, how much were the tickets that you bought per day to get in? Uh, I bought a Florida resident four-day ticket, and it was a little, I think it was around $79 a day. No, that's great. Yeah, that wasn't too shabby. Not bad. For, For a some- 4th of July weekend. Yeah. That was, I thought, was a steal. It was under $100. Per day. I was like, yeah, I was like, is Disney feeling okay today? <laughs> <laughs> is it something happening in the ticket area that I don't know about? <laughs> you know. All right. <laughs> Let us know what you guys think in the comments. Yeah. This is a challenge. Yeah. It's yeah. very interesting. Uh, you don't have to <clears throat> hit the button, but there is another rumor we need to talk about, and that's Disneyland Hotel Steakhouse 55 possibly closing forever. That would be a horrible, horrible decision. That- That'd be tough. For about the past month or so, rumors have been swirling online about whether or not Steakhouse 55, which is the table service restaurant in the Disneyland Hotel, would reopen. Well, Steakhouse 55 has been closed since Disney Resort closed in 2020 because of pandemic, and it has yet to reopen. In fact, it's not listed as one of the dining locations that will reopen uh, in July. Along with the Tangaroa Terrace, Tropical Bar and Grill, Trader Sam's, Enchanted Tiki Bar, and the Coffee House. None of those things are on the on the agenda. Although we've seen some verbiage posted recently that intended it was intended as an internal memo. Mm-hmm. I've not been able to confirm with Disneyland that a permanent closure is in store for this restaurant, but you know. That's something that we're looking into. It, it's a challenge. We might be losing a, a classic Disneyland 
mm-hmm. uh, restaurant. Mm-hmm. I I really really enjoyed the food there. Um, yeah. So I would hate to see it go. Uh, and there's a lot of you know fun history things in there too. So yeah. I listen. You know, uh, Citrico's didn't open in the Grand Floridian and still isn't open. Uh, so they could just maybe doing a little light refurb. You know, so who the hell knows? You know, right? So I would not. You know, don't write it off yet until until there's an official announcement. Is what I would say. Right. You know. All right. Well, hey kids, how about a little headline? And now the headline news. All right. First up, lobby renovations begin soon at Disney's All Star Movie Resort. Actually, they start. Today, so be prepared for that. There might be oh. moving of things around the lobby. Uh, mm. Yesterday, uh, July 11th, guests who have booked a VIP tour will no longer need to secure a Rise of Resistance boarding group to experience that attraction. So the way it worked is if you put a, booked a VIP tour and you said, I wanted to go to Rise, they would say, nay, nay, you have to get your own virtual group and then we will take you there. Now they're taking that off the table. So there you go. About time, Disney. You know, yep. considering the seven hundred and fifty dollars an hour you charge for that service. That's right. That's right. Fourteen hundred dollars for uh, no fifteen hundred dollars, and this too could be yours. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, Disney World uh, begins updating park maps with rules about <laughs> profanity, uh, and uh, yeah. All kinds of rules are now appearing on the park maps. But yeah. here's the problem. I would probably guess that a large percentage of people don't pick up a paper park map. So how do they know about the rules? It's not like they're presented on your app, like when you open it for the day. Have you read the rules for today? Yeah. You know, do you consent to the rules of the park for the day? That's right. That's right. Bob and Bob. Uh, DVC notified members of extended evening hour eligibility. Uh, Magic Hour morning, Magic Hour evenings are coming back. It will also probably include DVC resorts, and uh, they put everybody on alert for that. So if you do have an upcoming DVC uh, stay, uh, you may want to check with guest services via mail or chat, or if you can get a, a person on the phone, God bless you. Because that's a, yeah. that's a stunt in its own feet. <laughs> uh, new Epcot uh, guide maps now also include the Creation Shop. Remember, this is the replacement for Mouse Gear and mm-hmm. Club Cool. So you can go check yeah. those out. Uh, nice. I think it's on the virtual Mind Disney as well as the paper. So either way. Uh, the TTC is getting a new color scheme, kind of with this blue thing they're doing. So mm-hmm. the TTC is being repainted, the monorail stations, the ferry boat dock area. All, everything's getting a new color, a new painting. Uh, swimming pool at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Kidani Village, is closing for a refurbishment in early 2022. So if you're coming down here uh, in early 22 and you plan on staying there, uh, be warned, there'll be no pool. You may have to pool hop. They'll tell you which pool you can go to. And good luck because there'll probably be a special bus to go to that pool because that resort's near nothing. Literally. (laughs) You know, you can swim with the 
in the moat around the lion on the safari. <laughs> that might be a nice place to swim. Sounds like fun. Uh, Disney confirms that the Disney dining plan packages will return uh, probably this fall to Walt Disney World. So stay tuned for that. And I I praise all the customer service people that will have to work the phone lines when this happens mm-hmm. because every phone line in Central Florida will be busy. Yep. <laughs> every trunk, every phone line will all be occupied by people trying to get their dining plan added to their package. Uh, early theme park entry at Walt Disney World begins October 1st and extended evening hours are coming for deluxe resort hotel guests only. So you mm. must be staying in a deluxe resort in order to get these extra perks. That's right. You got to pay for the fun, kids. Yep. Uh, Casey, yep. Casey's Corner reopened at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, I can confirm that. It was busy as hell. Uh, trails end at Disney's Fort Wilderness will reopen July 17th and it will be family style. Hey, not, not a Buffett, not a Jimmy Buffett or any other Buffett. Buffett. Oh, well, yep. Uh, Can't the win. Plaza Ice Cream Parlor at the Magic Kingdom will reopen uh, in early July. I can't say this early because I was there and they were still closed. We ate at the Plaza restaurant, but ice cream is still closed. Uh, Citricos will open on July 15th with, uh, well, yeah, we'll open with July 15th and bookings will start on July 1st. And I hear they've added a Mary Poppins kind of theme to the restaurant. Nice. Nice. I like Citricos. Yeah, Citricos is great. Yeah. Citricos is great. There's a lot of great, uh, Grand Floridian's got some great stuff happening over there. They're starting to do some some fun stuff over there. Narcosis is another good one. Yep. 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 All right, guys. Well, first of all, we want to say thank you for being a part of the show. If you're not doing anything on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time, please join us. Uh, we would love to uh, to have you join us and hang out with all the cool kids in the chat room. And, uh, yeah, so please come hang out there. If you want to find us across the Internet, you can find us at uh, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, all at Disney Parks Podcast. You can also find us at our home on the internet over at DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can find uh, all of our show archives as well as uh, blog posts. And uh, you can also find a link to our good buddies over at Destinations to Travel. Uh, you can go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel. There's a very short form you can fill out. Someone from Destinations to Travel will get back to you. You can start booking your vacations uh, post haste. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, I would encourage you, nay, I would beg you, join our community over at Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast, and uh, you can um, you can join up there. You get up to three shows a week. You can also uh, get the Disney by the Numbers t-shirts. You can also get a Pixar hat. You can also save 10% if you buy for the entire year. You can check all that out over at patreon.com. And uh, if you're interested in the Disney by the Numbers t-shirt club, you can go to disneybythenumbers.com forward slash shop. Check that out. And uh, I think it's about it. Am I missing anything, T? Yep, that's good. All right, guys, we appreciate you being a part of the show. If you don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks.
The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 